Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today, we're going to be reading Acts chapter 17 from Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. In Thessalonica, when Paul and his companions had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came through Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and in three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the Scriptures, explaining and providing that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But other Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have come here. And Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decrees, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the other post bond and let them go. In Berea, as soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. And arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. As a result, many of them believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. But when the Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God at Berea, some of them went there too, agitating the crowds and stirring them up. The believers immediately sent Paul to the coast, but Silas and Timothy stayed at Berea. Those who escorted Paul brought him to Athens and then left with instructions for Silas and Timothy to join him as soon as it possible. In Athens, when Paul was waiting for them in Athens, he was greatly distressed to see that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks, as well as in the marketplace, day by day, with those who happened to be there. A group of Epicurean and Stoic philosophers began to debate with him. Some of them asked, What is this blabber trying to say? Others remarked, He seems to be advocating foreign gods. They said this because Paul was preaching the good news about Jesus and the resurrection. Then they took him and brought him to a meeting of the Areopagus, where they said to him, May we know what this new teaching is that you are presenting? You are bringing some strange ideas to our ears, and we would like to know what they mean. All the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there spent their time doing nothing but talking about and listening to the latest ideas. Paul then stood up in the meeting of the Areopagus and said, People of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, To an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship, and this is what I am going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth, and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands, 
as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As for some of you, of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world in justice by the men he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. When they heard about the resurrection of the dead, some of them sneered. But others said, We want to hear you again on this subject. At that, Paul left the council. Some of the people became followers of Paul and believed. Among them was Dionysus, a member of the Areopagus, also a woman named Damaris, and a number of others. This is the end of Acts chapter 17. Reviewing Acts 17, we see that Paul and his companions have passed through um, Phipolis and Apollonia, then Thessalonica, then they go to Berea, and then they're in Athens. And here they find people who are worshiping all kinds of idols and gods. And he introduces them to the one that they call the unknown God and begins to talk about our God. So let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your words of wisdom. Thank you for showing us who you really are. Thank you for giving us life in this world, for giving us the ability to understand, to reason with one another, but to know that we don't do this on our own, that it is through your strength, through your spirit, through the Holy Spirit, through your inspiration, that we do this. And it is because of your mercy and because of the incredible gift that you've given us that we have access to eternal life, because you sent your one son to die on the cross for our sins. So, Father, we thank you for this incredible gift, for this incredible sacrifice, and we ask that you forgive our sins. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Acts chapter 17. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.